Jesus Christ, man. There's just some things you don't talk about in public. Welcome to Fireside. First off, welcome to Fireside. When we talk talking comic books the entire time. Ain't going nowhere, so dry your eyes. Already lasted longer than fireflies. Stay tuned, Mickey's got the grooviest news. From books to TV, the movie reviews. Plus the next toy, baby, here will you choose. Even a superhero fight club, we usually lose. So pop in those earbuds, turn up those speakers. Feel Mama's power, Earth 2 with features. And either listen by weekly or you can binge us. We got it all, baby. Are there ninjas? So relax and lie back as we start another issue of Fireside Chats. Comment facts and wise cracks. Welcome to the show. This is Fireside Chats. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another issue of Fireside Chats. I'm your host, Menti. And with me, as always, are my wonderful sidekicks. First, Mr. P. Features. Hello, internets. And Mauer. Beepyoumenti.com. Okay, we're going right into plugs. Uh, yeah. I know Huey's here, and I and I want to sing because it's been a while. So, uh, hey, what's up, baby Huey? What's going on? What's going what's on? What's going 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 on? My beard is going on. Your uh, what? Now that people like his beard, that's all he talks about. You know, people well, like. They, I mean, I, I don't blame him. I mean, people he's like got my a beard. Majestic beard. Have you seen my beard? People talk about it. He's got it's it's baby bearded Huey. It's amazing. <laughs> Bearded baby Huey. I like he, I like baby bearded Huey. It's he's got a be- better ring to it. Baby he's the bearded, bearded baby. Bearded baby said man Huey. Come on. And, and then he took it away before he left. You keep forgetting but, that but fact. But then he brought it back. No, CJ no, still says no. you're baby Huey. Get him one horn. And right plus, now. that's just that's one person. Yeah. <laughs> that's, there's a lot of people involved here. That's one person. The rest of us that have to deal with you know that you are truly baby Huey. As I walk baby. in, and he's well, well. In his Maybe. room, watching action figures set to the soundtrack of a movie or TV or show or something. Stop motion. It wasn't stop motion. The action figure was still, and there was a camera on it moving up and down with like audio tracks on it with like lightning coming out of them. Yeah. Baby. But he's got a majestic beard, so really that's all that matters. But welcome that to the Wednesday show. If you're new around here, that's where we talk about the news. Hey, hey Menti. The new news. Yep. This, uh, this, yes. What this, do you want, man? This is not the Wednesday show. It's well, it kind of is. <laughs> it's the Wednesday <laughs> show for the future. It's a, it's the it's the Saturday Wednesday show. We're all confused. The Wednesday Friday. The Wednesday Friday. Friday the Wednesday Friday Wednesday, Saturday Wednesday, show. Wednesday show that's on Friday that is on Saturday because we didn't feel like doing it yesterday. So that's Wednesday. It's for se- for Sunday for su- for Sunday for Sunday. How about we're just gonna call it the Fireside Show because we don't know for, what day it is anymore. For for Saturday for Saturday Wednesday. We're Friday. For Friday Friday. We're Friday. When Friday? When Friday? When Friday? When Friday? This the is the When Friday Show. Welcome to the When Friday Show about the news. Do it again. One more the time. New news. Thank you. When uh, Friday. All right. Uh, we figured it would be best just to make sure that we got the news covered, so that way next week we don't have to worry about catching up on everything. That um, so we've got plenty of things to talk about. For example, Diamond uh, is, D- DC Comics is officially done with Diamond. Dun dun dun. And we got our best look yet at the new Batmobile. Dun dun dun. And Moon Knight has wrecked the Avengers. What was that name? One more time. Moon Knight <laughs> has wrecked. Moon Knight. The I Avengers. like how Moon Knight, Moon Knight has been named Nate. Moon Nate. <laughs> you don't know what kind of uh, other personalities are in there. He's got four now. 
So Mooney Nate. <laughs> Listen, he took it to the house and wrecked all of them. Yeah, and then kept going too. I mean, it was that was it was more than one issue. He, he was just... so just dominant that some of them gave up before a fight even started. I'm looking at you, Black Panther. How well. did this even happen? All right, so let, let's get into it. If you didn't read the uh, Serpent War, you got a little bit of catching up to do. So that was the book where Moon Knight teamed up with, oh, what was the super religious guy? Conan? No, he wasn't with Conan. Oh. Um, look, at, look it up. He was the, he's basically a Quaker, but superhero. His power comes from God. And then he was paired up Ritz. with the guy who actually works with a God. So his is Faith and the other one. So it was like the odd couple. And they were in one timeline. And on the other timeline, it was Conan and then another warrior who kind of didn't get along. And they were trying to stop the worm from taking over. And there's the serpent and the worm. And they're these like beings that kind of gone through history, but they keep balance. And they were tricked into giving to killing the worm. So the serpent could take over or vice killing the serpent. So the worm could take over in the end of it. They realized they were being played. Uh, Khonshu came to Moon Knight and was like, you need to end this. So Khonshu took the worm into him and like gave Moon Knight powers and they just finished everything. At the end of the comic, Moon Knight phases through his wall and you now realize he has some power still imbued to him from that issue, uh, that series. Fast forward Kanshu had been telling him there was a war coming and he needs to prepare to save the planet. So you look, and we talked about it in the last show, where he was wrecking Iron Fist on Kunlun. So he then holds this Ankh out and takes all of the Iron Fist's power. He goes to Doctor Strange in Manhattan. He's got this army and monks and stuff behind him. He wrecks Doctor Strange, holds another Ankh out, takes Doctor Strange's powers. You then see him... <laughs> well, it's actually funny... You see uh, Ghost Driver in his house, like, all feeling sick. He's like, I feel like the powers have been drained out, like, looking like he's going to die. He goes out to his car. His car's gone. Moon Knight stole Ghost Driver's car and took the power from that. Hop over to Wakanda. that part. (laughs) He goes over to Wakanda, and he steps up with his army of, like, undead monks. And Black Panther's like, listen, I'm not going to fight you. I'm just going to forfeit i'll go wherever you want i just don't want to see this happen and moon knight's like ah sorry that's not going to happen holds the onk out and black panther's like there there is no power for you to get it's my blood so the moon knight just bounces where's he bounce to the moon who's he gonna fight thor what's he do to thor takes his hammer because it's a moon rock and wrecks thor so moon knight is taking all these powers. He's got the old costume on with all the onks on it again. And he's got the onks with the different powers. And then you see him kneeling down before, behind uh, Khonshu at the end of it saying, okay, we're, we're going to have to be prepared to fight whatever's coming. So something. We're going to bi- rename this issue to 30 Minutes of Moon Knight with Maurer. <laughs> he's losing <laughs> with happiness over here. Um, but this is going to be the next big event. We heard last year that Moon Knight was going to be tied to the big event. Uh, Phoenix was mentioned in this as something that's not bonded right now that he might have to go against. So you don't know what's coming to the planet. You just know that Khonshu was trying to get Moon Knight with as much power as possible to defend the world. That matter the two people you Solomon Kane and uh, Dark Ainge. Dark Ainge. 
Oh, man. Samsonite. Way off. Way off. All I know is Puritan guy. Are we good? We still got more Moon Knight? I don't don't want to interrupt your Moon Knight. Moon Knight Listen. Listen. How often does uh, Moon Knight get a whole book in an Avengers book? The moment he gets announced that he's got an MCU-related property coming out, which leads us into a lot of the other news that we have, um, just because, as we know, Marvel tends to put the uh, the MCU above all else, and every decision they make for the comics tend to kind of, rev- of revolve around the MCU. And as we're seeing with Moon Knight, he's got a show coming out, so they want to get people prepared for him, so they're making him pretty, pretty heavy. In, uh, in all the books right now, just like they did with Blade not too long ago. And another story, we've got Ronan makes another appearance because of, I'm going to assume, Endgame, because Ronan, as cool as he was, he wasn't, I mean, the, the concept of Ronan wasn't as big as it is now. And we have some new Hawkeye books. We have a book called Hawkeye Freefall, uh, number one, which is where he, in that story, so spoiler alerts for this, but in that story, he decides to uh, to take up his Ronan persona again because he wanted to do some things that the Avengers would obviously frown upon. So much so, he actually hired a scroll to impersonate him on the Avengers for a while. Remember, it's not his Ronan persona. It's just the Ronan persona because he wasn't the first Ronan. Sure, but I mean, it doesn't... Everyone's got to say it's his. I mean, you can. You want to argue that with everybody for, from now on until till the end of time. You enjoy that. But I'm just going to go with Hawkeye's Ronan. <laughs> Just to simplify things. Um, but yeah, so uh, we do have another person taking up the bullseye, or excuse me, the uh, Ronin mantle, which is Bullseye. Bullseye um, makes perfect sense. Did you, you read the character. Bullseye Hawkeye book back in the day? Where he took What's up? A, did you read the Bullseye book when he was Hawkeye? When who was Hawkeye? When Bullseye was bullseye. Hawkeye. When, bull, when Bullseye was Hawkeye? Uh, what, that during the um, Dark, Dark Reign? It was one of the best books you know, because they have this announcement of he's Hawkeye and he's coming home from the press conference, like hopping from roof to roof and just wrecking people. And then you see a news crew like filming him killing people. And he's got to go answer to Norman Osborn after we're like, no, you're a hero now. And he's like, no, I'm not. So him, the fact that he's taken up Hawkeye's mantle, not once now a second time should be fun. Hey, you said Hawkeye's mantle. <laughs> no, <laughs> he doesn't even want to acknowledge that. <laughs> Uh, he, the big villain of this is the hood. I'm not very familiar with the hood. The hoods that do with the, the red cloak. who's kind of got the demon face from time to time with the guns. Um, I, again, not a, not a big hood fan. So I actually don't really care about this book at all, but I thought he became a good guy at the end of his last run. He, we didn't he, uh, he did, but he's been going back to being bad. Okay. The hood's the thing. Comics. Like the hood has (laughs) the power, right? Or am I thinking from the DC run? The hood has the power. Okay. So, uh, an, Interesting enough, there is a, a new Hulk, well, a whole bunch of new versions of a lot of the Marvel characters, and that's actually with an IDW imprint called uh, Marvel Action. So it's a book that IDW publishes for Like Marvel. they got Hipster Hulk uh, but- and Barista Hulk, you know, Homeless Hulk. <laughs> is that... No? <laughs> I don't, is that what IDW is? No, it's just... Is IDW hipster books? <laughs> no, it's just what kind I'm, of I'm, Hulk I'm, are we going to get? We got the weird one from... Endgame, what's this one going to be? We well, went from Endgame. He's you mean Professor Hulk? Hulk? That wasn't Professor Hulk. <laughs> well, I mean, I, it was a, a, a weaker, a weaker <laughs> talking Hulk, which was Professor Hulk. So, 
Anyway, IDW. <laughs> yeah, so we're getting a yellow Hulk now. Does anybody care? I don't know if we've passed all the, the color spectrum with the Hulk. We've had green, we've had gray. Then we had a whole bunch of other Hulks. There's a red one. Uh, Rick became A-bomb, who's blue. Bunch of weirdness. But, yeah, the Hulk is now yellow. Dumb. Um, there was also that, but there was a yellow cap and a yellow Spider-Man. Like there was a whole a whole gamut of. Yeah, there's a whole gamut of yellow. It's 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 almost like the uh, Yellow Lantern Corps. Uh, they're they've been taken control by AIM, which is the advanced. Uh, Ideas, idea mechanics. Yeah, thank you. Brain fart. Uh, but yeah, AIM pretty much uh, kind of captured the Avengers and then uh kind of took over them with these these beasts called fear mongers which happened to be yellow and pretty much turned all of the avengers and the hulk yellow now this hulk this version of the hulk is a lot like the savage hulk like the green hulk that we know but a lot more primal than before like probably not having much thought other than just being controlled and being told what to do but definitely is going to be a vicious, vicious attack dog. So World Breaker Hulk light. Well, it's, so it's the I love that concept of it's like the Yellow Lantern Corps because it very much is the Sinestro Corps because it's the, the fear eaters is the, the weaponized creature that they've like unleashed on everybody. I love Captain America's uh, fear eater name. Captain America, A-I-M, yeah. AIM America. <laughs> <laughs> I I just love the idea of somebody at AIM sitting down like, all right, we got Cap. How do we rebrand him? <laughs> Make sure we get I, AIM in there somewhere. I feel like AIM is like they they have like this this one cool guy who might not be as nerdy as the rest, and just like I'll do all the marketing for all the yes. bad guy stuff. I'll handle that. The, the AIM Cisco. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a guy. He's like, I really I'm not good at fighting. We get beat up all the time. Can I manage our website? <laughs> is, is that a position? You know, I think I could take us to the next level, you know, make our own instead of Facebook aim book. It'll be great. They all had their own, like all they hold aim version of the logos. Like Spider-Man's <laughs> logo had a very Superman appeal to it because like the crest to it. If, I just love the idea of somebody aim like stitching together and making the yellow costumes for everybody. <laughs> But it, this is a one-off book. We'll probably never see Yellow Hulk again. Um, but anytime they change the color of the Hulk, it's a big deal. So figured it was worth mentioning. It was really just like we got the Green Hulk. Somebody did a printing error. I'm like, oh, I guess it's Yellow yeah. Hulk now. Sorry. <laughs> Come up with a reason. AIM did it. it was They're AIM. yellow. <laughs> uh, what goes with yellow? Just steal the DC thing. They got all the different colors. Cool. It would have been really funny if he was a yellow Hulk and still had like the aim hazmat, <laughs> the flat top, suit top, just a head. <laughs> that would have been hilarious. What else we got going on in comic news? Well, let's let's move over from Marvel to DC now, um, and I'll, I'll talk one quick little bit of DC news that's uh, somewhat interesting. But then we got to talk about DC as a whole and the comic book industry because they. They're, uh, they're, they're making waves right now, and I don't know if those waves are good. Uh, but first off, you know how uh, Walmart has had those giant-sized comics for a while? They've been doing yes. those giant runs. 
Uh, in one of the most recent ones for Batman, uh, there is a quote-unquote secret origin for the Joker. They actually put it on the cover saying there's a secret origin in this. And there's no confirmation of whether or not this is like the origin now, but it does. It, it seems like it's merging uh, that killing joke story of the failed comedian as well as bringing in influences from the new Joker movie. So the... It, the merging of those two, I think, is a very cool idea. It's a pretty rough story. Mm -hmm. um, it's a comedy club called The Joker's Wild, and the Joker, his, his actual name is Chicken Strips. That's what he goes, uh, that's, <laughs> that's what his name is when he goes up on stage. But he talks about how he's just repeatedly failed every time he's gone up. Uh, and that he, he really, he has a very similar speech to the Joker movie, but he has this moment where he just decides to murder everybody in there uh, because the Joker, uh, people don't want jokes. They want a Joker. They want a character. So instead of focusing on being funny, he just, he focused it on being a villain, which is an interesting way to kind of merge the two stories together. I think it's worth checking out. I don't know if it's going to be important in the long run, but if you want to buy a Walmart book, this so is the time killing to do joke. It. I almost compared him to Rodney Dangerfield <laughs> just then. But no. So, Killing Joke influences movie, which then influences a comic that's also kind of a retelling of Killing, Killing Joke. Yeah. All right. Yeah, absolutely. And, and uh, we also have Jack Napier and then Chicken Strips. It's going to be hard to let go of Chicken Strips. <laughs> Extra crispy or original recipe? Well, I think extra crispy. Never mind. I'm not making that joke. <laughs> <laughs> never, never, never mind. After never he mind. kills I'm everyone, going to say no seasoning since he wasn't funny. Oh. <laughs> that was wow. Pop, pop. Uh, all right, let's let's go into let's talk about DC for a second. First off, they've canceled a lot of books, but most of them don't matter. But you're going to hear people talking about them canceling twenty or so different books. It's really from their their dollar comic line. So they, they canceled 18 books from the dollar comic line. And then from um, the just certain books, Green Lantern 76. They're Batman all reprint books. They're all What's reprint up? books. The dollar line and the facsimile. Yeah, the, it's reprints of important comics. Right. And it's, I mean, it's not the end of the world. So when you see people talking about, you know, DC cancels 20 books, it's really it not makes that sense. Big. They can't print and distribute as normally right now. Right. Oh, well, and that brings us into the next bit of news, which is probably some of the biggest news we're going to talk about. So what's going on with DC and Diamond there, Mr. Uh, they severed their decades-long tie, and we finally see a little bit of weakness in Diamond's armor. Um, they're going through the same two distributors that they were dealing with during uh, the past few weeks with the pandemic. It was Pigeon, Random House, uh, Loon, Loon, Lunar? And something CF CS uh, Midtown basically Midtown, Midtown yeah that's the other one the the, <laughs> the, the other big piece of this puzzle is Midtown which is the largest online distributor of comics in the country now is the person that all of these local comic shops have to go through to order their comics and there are some comic shops that are upset understandably but before we go into the negative I want to say the positive of this. This is showing that it doesn't have to be diamond. This is showing that other people can get a piece of the pie. This is showing there's a chance comic books might get prices lowered because you don't have one person increasing the prices all the time of how much it costs for them to distribute them. 
you know, competition is the best thing for consumers. So just because there is a somebody else there and it's new and it's different, let's not all freak out because that could end DC Comics, period, if people just start boycotting them right now. Now, the bad side of it... What, what do they say? In, uh, in near terms, Diamond will only be, f- be fulfilling orders placed through June 1st, final orders cut off, uh, and will not solicit the new sales of new DC titles further. To ensure a smooth transition for retailers, DC will suspend final order cutoffs for June 8th, making those books available for order uh, on final order uh, cutoffs on June 15th. So that's after June 15th, we're done with Diamond. Which is good. I mean, that really depends. You could, like, for example, Ontario Street here in Philly are furious. I know, uh, what's the... uh, Oh, what was that shop in Arizona when we went to go down there? Oh, uh, drawn to comics. (laughs) Isn't that? Um, Point being is it's a lot of it has to do with the fact that it's uh, Midtown because they're forcing retailers to go through their one of their biggest competitors to get. But here's my thing to that. Okay, is it if most of these shops don't have online presences? So they're not really a competitor of freaking Midtown. They're not in New York. They're not online. So what is this going to do to hurt their business? If people were shopping online, they were probably already going to Midtown anyway. And if they weren't a shop down the street from Midtown, it's not like they, their numbers even matter. Uh, it's uh, UCS, UCS Comics. So it's Lunar and UCS, other than Random Pigeon House. Or Pigeon Random House. I mean, I I, <laughs> Pigeon. I just don't get the outrage for it because it really isn't. Yes, another business is getting to see what you're ordering. But in the grand scheme of things, is it going to affect your sales at all? I don't know. That's a good question. I mean, uh, Mauer, you pointed out not too long ago that some shops were saying that if if they had the ability, they'd stop selling DC books because of this move. But that's still the largest, the second largest comic company out. That's uh, that's a nail in the coffin right there. If you just stop selling DC, it, it's a, in my opinion, people, you know, putting the cart before the horse. Like, oh, this shop. You know what? Who knows if Midtown's not just evolving into their final form? Maybe Midtown. That's Midtown comic shops. They see going the way of the dodo. And that scares me. That scares me. I've 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 ordered from Midtown a lot, and I don't have very good experiences. <laughs> but that's because it's a bunch of guys <laughs> in like a that. comic shop trying to sh- send stuff out. It sounds like they're starting a whole new business and having a whole new operation just for this. And with them getting this DC contract, they're then going to be able to throw a whole bunch of money towards it. So oh, absolutely. All right, let's move on. All right. Yeah, let's get into some TV news. It, honestly, from this point out, everything's pretty quick. Um, there's not really, but so much to talk about with a lot of this news, but let's talk first off. Let's talk Falcon and the winter soldier. That is looking like it's going to start filming again in July as, as, uh, as is Loki. But there's also interesting news that when this first season is over, they're more likely going to rename it before there's a second season, which makes sense. Whatever's it'll going be to happen America. in this show. Yeah. It'll be captain America. That's what the name of the next season will be. <laughs> Falcon cap, something like that. The caps, the captain's. Maybe Bucky, Maybe Bucky Cap. gets his in the second season. Cap and Bucky. Yeah, it'll it'll be the Caps. It's not going to be Cap and Bucky because <laughs> Bucky's going to be the goddamn captain. No. What? Well, but, but no, no, no he's no. Not. It's going to no. be Falcon. Captain Bucky. Listen, Falcon. right now I'm Falcon has the shield. <laughs> right now I'm just going. Do I buy 
the Bucky uh, Hot Toys from Endgame because I like that one, or wait for the chance that I might get a cap, a Bucky cap on this TV show that they'll make a figure out of. I'm sure they'll hint at him, and I'm sure eventually he'll get a costume and be a Captain America for a little bit, but I don't think it'll be at least until season two. And to be honest, Mauer, right now, you can't complain about anything. You got so much <laughs> Moon Knight happening, you can't say a word about anything. You are not allowed to be mad until this show turns out it's bad. Okay. That's it. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> Moving on. Can, can I talk about right, the next so thing? So after that, we've got Evan Peters, who's gonna who has a mystery role in WandaVision. And what's unique about that is Evan Peters is the dude who played Quicksilver. And all the X Men. How much you want to make a bet? Uh, he was also in Kick Ass and American Horror Story, but that's kind of cool. I like bringing. What if they make that. him Quicksilver? It would be so they, amazing if they pulled the wrong Quicksilver. Like if she, it's like a she multiverse, to- so she's pulling stuff back. <laughs> the wrong. And Quicksilver. he's the Quicksilver. Yeah, she's trying to bring her brother back, and then brings him. <laughs> I think that'd be cool. <laughs> that would be incredible. That they should, they should absolutely have a cameo. Is that now that they have the rights to it, they should absolutely do that because that would be incredible. Uh, all right, so then let's talk about the next probably most important bit of TV news, is, and that is so Batwoman. Dumb. So Batwoman is, instead of replacing Ruby Rose's Kate Kane, they're actually just going to write a brand new character. So they're going to, they have a, a, yeah, it's a weird, I'm not sure where this decision comes from. I guess it was easier in the, the storyline, maybe, to try and write in someone but new. It but it sounds like a kind of knockoff of Orphan. Yeah, I was going to say that they should just use Orphan. Like if they would have done Orphan, Which, what is the? It would have been great, but instead we're getting the Birds of Prey version of Orphan, all grown up. It sounds like. Well, they what they wrote to Decider. They said uh, she's likable, messy, a little goofy, um, and untamed. She's also nothing like Kate Kane, the woman who wore the bat suit before her, with no one in her life to keep her on track. Ryan, what's uh, what's the character's name? Ryan some Ryan Wilder. That's- Wilder. Supposedly a fake name they're using right now. Oh, okay. Ryan spent years as a drug runner, dodging the uh, GCPD uh, and uh, masking her pain with her bad habits. Uh, Look, I don't know. Maybe it's what that show needs because I didn't really dig that show. I thought it was cool for a couple episodes and then fell off pretty fast. So maybe this is what it needs to be to reinvigorate itself. I mean, put it this way. I know the plans for... Batwoman have to be big because on HBO Max they're still she's still a front running figure that they keep showing yeah. when they talk about DC and stuff. So I don't think we're done with Batwoman. It anytime worked soon. for Diggle. It worked for White Canary. I'm scared. Like, are they going to have the guts to do a third character that they create? Mm. They, they're getting cocky out. and they don't have a Mel anymore to fall back on. But- I mean, that's not bad. Look, take risks. I'm cool with that. You've been around for a while. You're established. All right, what else we got? Well, now we're moving into movie news. Oh, boy. And for the first thing is uh, some Todd McFarlane news, a little bit of Spawn news, which is pretty much every time I've said Spawn news, it's the same news. Just in a different person. Just new. New teaser? No. Nope. Just all we know is that the Blumhouse Blumhouse executives are, are... all talking very positively about how the project is moving forward and how they have they've lost a couple big names. Well, I shouldn't say lost because they weren't tied on originally, yeah. but they were reaching out to a b- bunch of big names that they were very excited about who they lost. But they've got a couple other people who they will quote unquote break the internet when it's announced. So I could just if picture they get Todd, these names that they're hoping for. I could just up? picture Todd. And we had this fish on board, and he was almost there, and then we lost him. And you know what it's like when you have a big fish and then you lose him. But don't worry, we got another big fish coming. 
But the nice thing is, is Blumhouse seems like this is the movie that they want to make above all else. They all seem to be like 100% in on this. So it looks like we will finally truly get this Spawn movie. No more. Like, it finally feels like the news is leading somewhere. Yeah. Because we've been talking about this movie now for years. Listen. And it just, we've been saying the same thing over and over. But at least this time it feels like there's a I feel the test for the Spawn movie was their recent Invisible Man. You don't see the bad guy much at all in it. It's very, very suspenseful. You're on the edge of your seat. You get a little bit of a payoff of seeing it, and that's it. I mean, if they do, if that's how they're doing Spawn, we saw that they can pull that off. As long as they can fix that pacing problem, I'm 100% in, because, woof, that movie's slow. Uh, all right. <laughs> Let's, uh, what's, what's happened with this, uh, with this Batmobile features? Okay, so... Now we have a new Batmobile, and it, we just had some pictures put out, had a good look at it, and it looks definitely like something uh, Vin Diesel would drive. <laughs> it does look like if the Fast and the Furious met Batman. Yeah. It's, it's a model, so it's really tiny. Yeah, this is the it, concept it, it, I, art. I love it. I think it's pretty dope looking. Yeah, and now that it's in I light mean, compared it, to the dark pictures that we saw. Yeah. It it looks like it looks like a Dodge Challenger with like a armored body plate around it and a extended bumper for I don't know ramming well, well, things. It's, it's probably it's probably really exactly what it is because this is I mean apparently based off Batman Year One right or Year Zero or I think it's Year Zero. Is it, isn't it based on Batman Year I One? I thought it was Year Zero. Year Zero off of um. But it it makes sense if that's the storyline you're trying to go with. If you're trying to go with the first first Batmobile, it makes sense that it would look like a a you know a charger that's been souped up. Yeah, he doesn't have Lucius designing all the kinds of cool things for him. I like the design of it, and I actually am not going to lie. We got at the same time we got the pictures, uh, full light of the bat suit. I dig the bat suit. <laughs> I mean, I think it need it needs proper lighting. I think when it's all lit up like that, it's. But know. if you're thinking but of it, I think in proper lighting it'll be good. You compare to this to the bat suit that he used the first half of Batman Begins, like that kind of proto. I'm just trying to get shit done. It's you. You have to look at it in that light. If you look at it like this is Batman, no, this isn't Batman. This is a guy trying to figure out what Batman is. He's gonna have yeah. a car that's kind of stapled together that gets the job done. He's going to have a fully functional suit. You see he's got freaking handcuffs hanging from his belt. I mean, those little details there are cool. Now, you've got a scrawny not wanting to work out, you know, pansy playing him. <laughs> but, you know, can't win them all. It's, it's Daredevil season one. Okay. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, all right. So then three little bits of news after that. All pretty small. Uh, one. Uh, director Josh Boone was talking about recently his new mo- uh, new mutants movie and how he's very proud of the final result. And now that everyone's getting a chance to see it, he was saying that his at first he didn't think anyone would see it, but now that they're now that it's on its way out, he's hoping that it's successful enough that it'll allow him to complete the trilogy. Um, so I feel like I always feel bad when someone gets signed on to like make a trilogy and then they only get one because at least. At least if you only are out to make the Joker, for example. You make the Joker and say it doesn't do very well, but that's it. You finished it. You made it. You did your thing. You moved on. When you have to write a trilogy and the first one never happens and then you're just sitting on all this other work that you did that can't Guys, I have this now. awesome payoff in movie three. Just let me show you. Yeah. 
Honestly, I bet you that is exactly why Zack Snyder has been pushing for this <laughs> cut for so long because he's sitting on all these other movie ideas that he's like, can I please do something with any of this? So, uh, and then the last bit there, uh, other before I start talking VR stuff, is uh, Wonder Woman. So Patty Jenkins reveals recently that she actually turned down Justice League uh, to be the director of it, and she was talking about that although she loves comics, she was introduced to superheroes through the TV shows and the movies. And because of that, she's, she's so much more focused on characters than she is on things like continuity and ensemble casts. So when, when given the opportunity to do Wonder Woman, especially with how much she loved that 77 Wonder Woman show, uh, she jumped all over that. But then, and it did really well. So they're like, all right, let's, let's talk Justice League. And she's like, whoa, okay, hold up. <laughs> no, no, no. I liked Wonder Woman. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard. I didn't say I want to do with all this. I mean, remember we're, <laughs> so we're I, talking the first Avengers movie. And we were excited because it was Joss Whedon who is the king of weaving different characters and therefore you cared about all of them. You know, if we didn't have somebody like him that already knew how to do that, we might not have the MCU the way we know it right now. Well, and I appreciate a director that that is willing to say no to something like that. Because like Justice League. Payday. That's a, that, that's a huge payday. Flop or not, that's a payday. Um, so I, I like that she stuck with her convictions on that. And then final, if you haven't played the VR Iron Man game, you really need to just download that game. I, I know Mauer's rolling his eyes, but I'm telling you right now, Mauer, if you ever came over and put that thing on, you, you would cry. It's one of the coolest how, how experiences much, I've ever had. It's on sale for like how much is that VR? Three hundred bucks with the Iron uh, Man game, I think. Pre-order. It's worth it. It's worth it. It's worth it. <laughs> I've never. I've. It's worth it. It's uh, the, the rush that I got from playing that game. The one the so I won't tell you too much about it, but the demo gives you one level. And in this one level, ghost shoots your, your plane with a droid. You have to jump out of the plane to catch your Iron Man suit and put it on in midair, fly up after the plane, then, uh, then put out the fires on all the engines while shooting all these drones as you're flying around the plane, mind you, you're flying all around the plane as this is happening. Um, and then you have to like fix the wing and, and help the, uh, the landing gear. Friday or Jarvis. But the fact that, uh, Friday. Yeah, it's Friday. It's, it's still MCU, man. It's going to be Friday. Jar Jarvis. I don't think you're going to see Jarvis for a while. Unless he's vision. Jar Jarvis is vision. Now that's. <laughs> Just like how I told you uh, Hawkeye is Ronan, Jarvis is Vision. <laughs> I want an old man Jarvis Butler just once. Oh, that, nah, nope, those times are way behind you. It, although it would be really funny if all of a sudden Jarvis was just floating around with you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, worth your time. That is one of the coolest experiences I've ever had in my living room. 350 for the bundle. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going there, Menti. On that note, do that thing. <laughs> <laughs> I, I kind of want to know where you wanted to go. Uh, I don't want to know what kind of fun you're having in your living room, man. Wow. It's virtual. <laughs> virtual fun. You're, you're not helping me at all, Features. You're not helping me at all. <laughs> well, you can find the show Welcome to Fireside everywhere online. That's at Welcome to Fireside of your social media choice. Unless it's Twitter, which is Fireside Crew. Once again, I'm Menti. I'm Features. And I'm Mr. Mauer. Please stay glued to WelcomeToFireside.com. When I tell you we've got big things in the works that are going to debut there first, we got big things in the works. Um, yeah, in the next few weeks, you're going to see a whole bunch of stuff launch, something never done before by the Fireside crew, 
and maybe another crew on our website. Wink, wink, nod, nod. Ooh. Oh, spoilers. Features his OnlyFans page. <laughs> Shh. Features his OnlyFans page. Deuces. <laughs> Somebody actually asked the other day uh, in the comments. He said, what, what, so what does Features do on the, on the show? And I almost wrote, OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This is Excelsior. <laughs> <laughs>